Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome back, cowboys and cowgirls, to another Ingles and Ian. But we have a special guest tonight, the grandfather of cowboys, <laughs> rideforfree.com, Mr. Robert Wetzel. How are you doing today, buddy? Awesome. Glad to be here. It's a, uh, I've, I've missed this. It's like you get, you, you get spoiled getting to like fill in every odd now and again. It feels like it's been a while and you know, I need a, need a little break. Work's uh, grinding me down and I need somebody to get me fired up for OSU Kansas tonight. Oh yeah, man. That's going to be, uh, I don't know what to make of this basketball team. Like they're either like amazing or they're awful. <laughs> There's no <laughs> in between. And I don't know what to think. Like I, I, I watch them, like they put up 81 against West Virginia and West Virginia is notoriously a good defensive team. And we put up 81 and only gave up like 59. And so I'm like, well, can we be Kansas? I don't know. We do. <laughs> See, that's the hook. They're hooking you reeling. I can hear the rod and the reel right now. And I think they they might have check your cheek, check your cheek, Jacob. The hook may be in there. <laughs> but the thing is, like sometimes they're really good, and sometimes they're terrible. And I don't know what to make of it. Like, well, is it a, is it a motivation thing because the NCAA's or whatever? I don't know. I don't know if it's. I don't know that it's a motivation thing. Um, I think honestly, I think it's just as simple as if their offense is working or not. I think West Virginia, you know, listen, if, I, if I'm an opposing team, I would never play high-pressure defense on Oklahoma State. No. I would, I would, I would stack it inside the three-point line and just tell you, you want to stand out there and shoot it all day? You be yeah, my They're only guest. averaging like 29% from beyond the arc. I mean, they're right? awful three-point shooters. You got you got one guy who can consistently hit a three, and so we can keep an eye on him. But I would not like because I mean you look at what happened against West Virginia. OSU just killed them in the paint. Kill. There was one. There was a point at which I think they showed points in the paint. And it was like OSU had like thirty six, and West Virginia had two. Right. Well, and they also shot thirty four foul shots. Like. Mm. You should never, I mean, I don't care who you are. You should never foul somebody that many times. That's like 20 well, something fouls. And the shocking thing there is, I think here's your, here's your, your, let me semi warm take of, of the week. I think that that's an indicator that Bob Huggins is on his way out. I've been thinking about that. I've been, I think he's, uh, I mean, he's been doing it for a long time now. What, 20 and, plus and years think, yeah and i his teams you know generally speaking his teams play you know a lot of pressure defense and you know i how many times i've watched their games and like why aren't they they're not calling a foul they don't call a foul call a foul somebody call a foul they're they're out there playing aggressive bumping and grinding on guys and this game he got no love and he was not stalking the sidelines like he's usually stalking the sidelines, chewing the sh 
shit out of the refs. Nothing. He was sitting down. Yeah, I've I've been wondering that myself. Like, it just feels like he's like, I'm done. You know, because it's crazy, you know, basketball, NIL and portal and everything else. Like, the game is changing. That's why, like, Coach K's going, you know, Williams from UNC's going, you know, all these things and all these older coaches. I'm like, I don't, I won't blame them. I mean, it's, it's a different ballgame. It's all about, it's all about getting old and staying old now. It used to be all about the one and dones. And now it's this crazy, like, we want to get juniors and seniors. I don't remember who it was, but there's a coach who said he's not going to recruit high school. He's only going to recruit the. Well, there was some chatter about Chris Beard with that, right? That, yeah. that like he, like, you know, I don't know that it was him. I, I don't recall the quote, but, but yeah, I mean, you, you end up in a situation where you're going to get so much movement now that, that the players will have so much freedom, right? Which mm-hmm. great, fine. Go, go, go find the place that you're going to play or that you'll feel more comfortable at. Guess what? The smart coaches are going to say, okay, how do I figure this out? How do I game that system? Right. And you'll have guys that figure it out and, and, you know, and, and tear it up doing it. You know, I, Mike Boynton, if, if, if he could just recruit shooters, (laughs) right. He's recruiting the crap out of everything else. Recruit some freaking shooters. Or, or at least, wait a minute, at least recruit guys who are shooters that when they come to Oklahoma State, they continue to be shooters. <laughs> Wasn't that kid from Syracuse supposed to be able to shoot threes? Yeah, well, there's supposed to be like a new five-star in the, in, in the pipeline now. So, I mean, next year could be a really big year for Oklahoma State basketball. I, I'm still not sold on Boyden. Um, I, I'm just not. He's not proven he can do it, especially in conference, which I'm great. Big 12 is probably the best basketball uh, conference in the country. I mean, it's a meat grinder and you got to play everybody twice. You know, it's yeah. a round robin and everything else, but he's never had a winning conference or winning record in conference, I don't think. And he's had long enough. Nah, I thought they did last. Was it last year? I thought they did um, last year. I don't think they, I don't think they had one last year. I think they were like one game under 500 last year. Uh, yeah, well, uh, well, we'll see what happens. I mean, he's going to be one of those that that if he can't quite get it over the hump, it's going to stink because he is a super solid dude. Yeah, no, no, and, and, and he like, buys I, into the culture. And yeah, he's he's a great dude. Like uh, I want him to succeed. He's just not succeeding. And that, that's my issue right now is he's just not succeeding. And you know, and you've got, what is it? You got Keaton. Is it Keaton page? You got Keaton page on staff. Yeah. Tell him, go find shooters. (laughs) (laughs) But you know, it's one of those things like can we had the number one and he's proven to be a really good NBA player. We had the number one draft pick and we got to what the second round of the tournament last year. Right. You shouldn't do that with the number one pick. You should at least get this week. Yeah. And, and you can't tell me either that you didn't have enough other talent around him. Okay. You know, that, that, that to me is, you know, it'd be one thing if I watched Oklahoma state and I was like, God, they just, man, they just don't have guys. Like they don't have any dudes, man. They, you know, there's no dudes. Listen, the Boone twins are good. They're good. They're Mm -hmm. good D1 college basketball players. You know, Bryce Williams is a good player. I mean, Ice 
I love him. I'm done with Ice Likely. The dude is the he is the second coming of Doug Gottlieb. Okay, <laughs> because I remember Gottlieb people just sagging off of him, like saying, "Fine, here, take the 15 footer. You can't hit it." Okay, so it's like when he that's the thing that gets me with with uh, Boyton, right? Is you look at the this team struggles offensively, okay, and then you look at the floor. And you've got likely um, Cisse. Oh golly, I'm drawing the, the other the other big guy there in the middle who's pretty uh, wild. Moncrief. Moncrief. Oh, God, I was totally blank on him. You get you'll have Ice Moncrief, Cisse, and then two other guys. I'm trying to think. Like I'm like I've, I'm looking at the floor and going, you've got one guy on the floor that yeah. I'm scared of hitting a shot more than five feet from the basket. You know, it's I, 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 eh. well, it has things that they at least they, I mean, green, it, it looks like they did that against West Virginia, but they have not been pounding the rock down low, which is what they need to do because that's where their strength is. Yeah. Get, it on, get on the low block, let those guys go to work and pound the rock. Low. And oh, they have Tyreek Smith, Tyreek Smith. That's as I looked out there. He had out there ice likely uh, Moncrief, Tyreek Smith and Cissé. Four of the five players on the floor. And I'm looking at that going, <laughs> what are you going to do? There's not, there's four of your five guys can't hit a shot more than five feet from the basket. Right. So that, I mean, but that's what the whole thing with West Virginia, West Virginia played them in a way that made that available. Right. Made that available. CSA is not generally a finisher around the basket. Um, he did, he did better against West Virginia. Your best finisher around the basket is uh, is Boone, Caleb, Caleb, Caleb Boone. And he's been, I don't know what's going on with him. His playing time has been uh, limited. I mean, Tyreek Smith jumps out of the building, but that, I don't know if he could hit a bull in the ass with a handful of rice. <laughs> I mean, please. So it's like, you know, and like Moncrief, has Moncrief ever hit a jump shot? I, I haven't seen one yet. Give me video, people, of Moncrief hitting like a little eight, eight, you know, eight footer, little jump hook or something. His, you know, you, oh God Almighty, it's just like it's so it's uh, Kansas, Kansas, Kansas. Anyway, blah 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 blah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know what to make of this team. We beat Baylor when they were number one. Yeah, which was probably a fluke, but you know, honestly. That in all honesty, if it wasn't for the NCAA being well, fucking terrible asshats, yes, we should we would still be in the tournament, right? Like most people would have us as the last four in, uh, according to the rankings yeah, and everything else, because so, the overall record, yeah, because the overall record. And you know what? As like a twelve seed, they would be a scary twelve seed. Oh, nobody that would be. Remember? Do you remember? Remember when we played Oregon as a twelve seed? Yeah, that was mm-hmm. that was I think was it that that really good Marcus Smart team? Yeah, mm-hmm. right. And Oregon like screwy whatever. They ended up a 12 seed, and everybody was like, "What? What? <laughs> Wait, what? They just won the Pac-12. <laughs> what do you mean 12 seed? That'd be like that. That yeah. you wouldn't want to play them. You would not want to play Oklahoma yeah. State. And with the way they play defense, like. I've watched I've watched a lot of basketball. I used to coach basketball. Uh, yeah, same. I 
I don't know if I've seen a team fly around on defense like this. They are tenacious on defense. I've seen, you know, UAB and everybody else, the 40 minutes of hell and all that crap. This Ooh. team is so good on defense. Well, and, and the two things that I think OSU folks would, would say in years past, at least I would complain about, right? You have no depth in the middle, right? And, and your guys on the perimeter are not big guys. Well, holy crap. You know, Isaiah Anderson is a midget out there, and he's six-something, right? I mean, you've got length on the perimeter. Well, and, and then we're, av- we're averaging like six blocks a game right now. Look at, look at what you have in the middle. Yeah. You've got Cissé, Tyreek Smith, K- uh, Caleb Boone, and Moncrief can go in there, right? You got mm-hmm. four. I mean, think about uh, who was the guy who played some for us last year in the middle. Oh, Ber- uh, uh, is it Bernard uh, like Kuma or something? Uh, I don't remember. I I can't I, Bernard something Bernard Kuma. I think it was Bernard Kuma. Maybe was his name. And I think he's somewhere. I don't know if he transferred. Or, I mean, he's nowhere to be seen. And maybe he transferred in the off season because he saw the writing on the wall. I don't know. But he's like MIA. That if he's still on the roster, that guy's MIA. And he was playing. I mean, so you've got you've got four sure, and the depth is such that I mean, there are a lot of times when you'll see both Cisse and Caleb Boone on the floor, or Cisse and Moncrief, or Tyreek Smith and Caleb Boone. You'll see two of those guys, in, and with two of those guys roaming around, and you've got three or four guys all with length, you know, five guys all with length that can work the perimeter. That that makes a big difference defensively. I mean, they, there's no question. Those guys can play defense. They can play defense against just about anybody, unless you got a team who's going to shoot the eyes out of a three, and then they're just going to lose to them anyway. Right. So, yeah. yeah, I mean, you could definitely shoot over the Oklahoma State team. But, uh, well, speaking of, yep. if anyone's going to be in Stillwater late March, mid-April, I'm going to be in Stillwater. So if, uh, hit me up if you want to have a beer or something. <laughs> I'm gonna go see the uh, the ladies play softball. Um, I'm probably late March, but uh, still trying to figure out some dates. Speaking of that, yeah, they went nice start. Uh, they went four and one. Yeah, went four and one. Yeah, four nothing lost to Duke. Seemed well, seemed kind of odd. Well, the other thing I have to wonder is are. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, they lost to Duke, and Duke is a you know highly ranked team. They're like thirteenth or twelfth or something. Okay, I mean, they're, all they're, right, I, yeah. They're 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 a very good team, but it's also it was their second game in yeah. a five in three days. Yeah. Like they, they were playing so much, and I know that's like how softball works, and which is still really weird yeah. to me because I'm a baseball guy. But they've got a know, double header coming up. Uh, this is it the eighteenth this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, LSU in Michigan. 
Yeah, they're in Clearwater. Like, apparently, there's a bunch of like tournaments to start the season. So mm-hmm. they're going to be in Clearwater, uh, going up against a bunch of other big time programs. But I mean, there's a really legitimate chance that the national title will be better. That just would be sick. In Oklahoma City, too. In Oklahoma <laughs> City. That would sick. Oh, please ha- let that happen. Let that happen. I, would, I mean, you think about it, you're, I mean, listen, what are the, what are the odds it can, right? But it could, they're both good enough, right? Um, well, depending like, on the, depending on the polls, they're number one and number two or number one and number three. Like, I think the D1 odds- softball dropped uh, the women to like five, I think five or six. <laughs> but, so, I mean, they, they're good enough to do it. Yeah. Uh, their new pitcher from I think she transferred from like Arizona State or something. She is a monster. Yeah. Uh they're I mean they're they're good. They're they're gonna be really good. Uh I honestly think there's a good chance that Oklahoma State pulls down four natties. I mean, think about this. Now go uh, you know, sure, right. We could pull down four natties, but just think about this possibility that you could have at least two of those. Be showdowns with OU. Yeah, that's great. Well, women's softball and golf, men's golf. Well, o- OU's women's golf team is pretty good too. Is doing very well. That yeah. would just be stupid. That would <laughs> yeah. be stupid. There could be that three would... nat. There could be three natties when it in its bedlam. Like how fucking crazy would that be? That'd just be stupid. Now you hear that, folks? I've totally corrupted <laughs> Jacob. I've got him going the wrong direction. He's dropping f bombs. That's it. Uh, no, I, I keep it together with Ian. Uh. <laughs> See, that's why that's why Philip will never have me on ten twelve because I'll just coerce him into dropping f bombs. Then that's going to ruin his like Spotify rating or something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I'm going to grab a beer real fast. Be- oh, there you go. Oh, there you go. What did I cut out? Yeah, you were gone for a bit. Wow. That's great. Oh, so I guess my phone can't multitask. I was I was uh, looking at OSU's uh, basketball conference record, and last year they were eleven and seven in conference. I stand corrected with the number one player in the draft. Yeah, you got to be better than that. <laughs> yeah, got to got to do better in eleven and seven. Although the Big Twelve is a meat grinder, but anyway, uh, we digress. Um, so yeah, the women. So the women went the weekend softball four and one. They got a big doubleheader down in Florida. Well, they got to go. They got to go south. They got to go west and south because they start early, right? And the weather—they're not playing softball up here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That I is mean, not they're, happening. they're looking really good. Uh, to go four and one in th- five games in three days—that's a lot. And yeah. uh, Arizona State was ranked, um, so I mean, they're they're looking really good, and I think it's going to be. That I mean, it's, it's one reason I'm going to Stillwater. Like, I yeah. I think this team is going to be special, and I want to go see them. So uh, you I, got I, that. You got baseballs in uh, baseball. I think preseason they're in the top ten. They are right. They're sixth or seventh, depending on who you look at. Um, Which I didn't. I did not like Green. I haven't paid that much attention. My father pays way close attention. He's like, yeah, this is about <laughs> right. But you know, I did not expect them to be you know, top 10 in the country preseasons. I mean, they got a real, you start pre, you, you start the season in the top 10. You've got a real shot than Addy, especially in, you know, baseball. Yeah. Well, and I, here's my thing. 
I personally think Holiday, I mean, yeah, they're doing great. They're having good seasons. And he he needs to like he needs to like have one where they really make a run. Well, even right? Ian before the season said this is a put up or shut up season for Holiday. So I don't th- I I wouldn't say that. I I wouldn't say it's put up or shut up. He's had too much success. Right. Are we going to is that how we're going to be? Are we going to be like we're going to turn into like uh, a school that like, nope, you're not going to the College World Series every year. You're not good enough. I mean, you're competing for it's so so hard hard. to get to College World Series. It's so hard. It's it's so hard. So many good programs. It's so hard. It's like holidays having enough success. I think of it more as you know, to me, it's different than Boynton. Right. Boynton's a great guy. We love him. You know, has he shown us the ability to put together a roster that can really go? And he's in year what? Five, six, five, five, four, or six. five, six. When did he come in? I, I'm pretty sure it's year six. Was it 2017? Did he come in? I'm trying to remember, but I think yeah. Ford's last year, I think was 20, was 14, 15. Underwood would have been 15. So 16, 17. So yeah. So this, so that'd be 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 20. Yeah, this would be year, at least, it's at least year six, right? And you mm-hmm. would think by then, you know, if you haven't, you know, he's, he's just, to me, he's like, he's almost, almost turning into like a different version of like Travis Ford. I'm going to get yelled at for that. <laughs> but but yeah. listen, listen, Travis Ford bought into it. Like he bought into the history and the culture uh, of Oklahoma State basketball. Yeah, and we all liked him for a while. But... And we liked him. He was a good dude. Like he's st- like, he was an okay dude. And, and well, I don't know too many people who would have, you know, said, I hope he fails. I mean, everybody wanted him to succeed. And well, that's kind of what Boynton's. Boynton needs an OC. That's what that is. Yeah, yeah, right. He needs an OC. That's really just like the long and the short of what's yeah. going on. Like, it, maybe it's just a guy to help him recruit. Like, it, obviously, he has his guys, right? Yeah. Boynton has his guys, and he wants a certain mindset, which you know what? I love the defensive side of the ball. I think it's what they're doing is great, but he needs somebody to be like, well, see that guy over there. He can score points. We should definitely. Yeah. Recruit him. <laughs> yeah. <know>? Right. <laughs> Here we go. We've, we've digressed to Boynton again. That's my fault. I'll, I'll take the hit on that one. I pulled us back there. I think that I think the story of the spring could be, I mean, I've got someplace else I want to go on the pod before we get off, but, I think from the spring stuff, the story of the spring is going to be women's golf. I think it's like, I want to see if they did, they did ridiculous shit last fall. Yeah, like, they did. Stupid but, stuff. But McGinty transferred, which is a big transfer. Oh, right. Yeah. That's, I forget about that. But, Dang it. but as of this afternoon, they were number one at their tournament in both team and and individuals so they're still rolling so the, today was round two right yeah so they're i they're didn't still... see the i didn't see the update i just knew they were in they were in fourth i think after round one but they must have uh yeah i i, I just you know i follow them on twitters and they were like we're we're now number one in both and great Jesus. but yeah they're they are phenomenal i mean they are rushing it even with mcginty gone they're playing really well yeah but that girl dude I was watching her really close in the fall. She was shooting like 12 under for tournaments. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. She was a monster. Yeah. 
You get you, and you get. I mean, the the thing will be: does she continue that? Right? You can have those springs or those falls. You know, that season where you just kind of find something, and you know, it's every time you. It also happens too. You know what happens for a players for for a good. I mean, at at, at almost any level of like college or high school, or whatever it, it's in any sport, really is if you walk if you're at a point in your game. You're playing at a level that when you walk out on the floor, you walk onto the first tee, right? You step up to the alley and in your head, it's not, am I going to win? It's how much am I going to win by, right? It's that it's the, it's almost like the tiger mentality or like Nicholas. Mm -hmm. It, and it's amazing that you've got a, a lot of people at some point, if you were, if you were a good enough athlete to play, you know, high school, college, at, at whatever levels, then the chances are you might have had your moment. Like it could have been a game, right? Could have been a single game. It could have been a season. It could have been a, a month where you're, as they say, you're in the zone. Like you found it, you found your rhythm and you just can do no wrong. I mean, that's, you know, I think that that can happen. And so she, I think last fall for her was one of those. I think that was just one of those where, oof, yeah. But she's also been bouncing around, so I wonder like what's going on there. But whatever. But yeah, I, I I've definitely been there. There was a time, especially when I was curling, I was like, when every time I stepped on the ice, it was like, okay, who's coming in second? You know, it's like Larry Bird in the three point contest. Like, who's coming in second, guys? Right. That yeah, that was. I had that happen in my last season of college golf. It was NAIA small school NAIA. Uh, in, you know, Kansas, in the middle of Kansas. Uh, what the heck was our league? For heaven's sakes, how can I not? I played for Southwestern College, and, you know, we're playing McPherson, and we're playing, you know, Tabor, and those folks. There, was, there were two kids on the team the previous year who were, who were a little better than me. And most of the time, we'd go to a tournament. There were, and there were kids... At a couple, you know, a couple of kids at some of the other, a couple of the other schools who were better than me, and you just, you know, you go into a tournament and you're just, you know, you're, you're feeling the pressure to do well to try to compete with them. And I think I won a meet that year, but I finished, I ended up finishing second in the conference tournament. Now, granted, we played it at our home course, which was a big help. But then the next year, our team wasn't nearly as strong, but the conference wasn't as strong, and. By the time we got to the conference tournament, every meet that I played in where other teams from our conference were in the meet, nobody from a conference team beat me. Now, I might not have won the meet, but nobody on a conference team that was also there shot better than I did. So when we went to the conference tournament, it was like, I'm going to win. I should. I just walked out. I was like, I should win. I'm going to win. I ended up winning by like five shots. Right. And because it was just the attitude, like it's such a different mental place when you're playing a sport, you know, like you just talked about, you're, you're, you're going out and you're, it's, it's like, you're not even questioning whether or not you're better than your competition. Right. And everybody, I think everybody who's played sports really competitively and, and you were good enough that like you got to play, like you started, right. or you were, you know, you were one of the, you know, if you're on a golf team, you were one of the five and your score was counting all the time or hoops you started, you know, whatever. I think everybody's kind of had that moment, whether it was a, 
you know, one game, one week, one month, a season where that particular year was, you just could do no wrong, right? And speaking of doing no wrong, what the hell has happened to wrestling? Oh, I mean, AJ getting hurt doesn't, which is a bonkers fucking story. (laughs) That's a crazy ass story. Unbelievably lucky. He didn't get him and that other kid didn't get killed. Well, and they didn't kill anybody else. I mean, yeah, like, and that your and that the football coach just happens to be the car you pass. You know yeah. that. I mean, that was your bonkers is right. That's just bonkers. But he's one wrestler. Yeah, but I mean, it's still a lot of points, right? Uh, so I don't know. I mean, I fully trust John Smith. I mean, he is oh yeah, a legend yeah. and. I don't know. Maybe it's just a thing where like, like everyone's like, holy shit, what happened? You know? And I think that's a big with wrestling. I mean, I, to me, who, you know, among athletes at whatever level, right? High school, college, professional. If you asked me to name a type of athlete that checks off the boxes of, you know, uber cocky, uber macho, uber aggressive not afraid to scrap like let's go right you piss me off let's 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 have at it right now right could go from zero to 60 and like rip you in half i would say a wrestler right Mm -hmm. that's sort of the that's the you know that's i'm not saying right or wrong here i'm not saying good or bad but i'm saying that as a wrestler you know that can be the mentality it's it's fast you got to be jacked up quick you know you can't there's no like five, 10 minutes of game time to feel out the opponent. You know, you, you've got to go get it on fast. And it just strikes me that something like that happening. I used, I used the term on Twitter and somebody accused me of being old. But I just thought, I think that just no other way to put it in my head that that took the starch out of their shorts, right? Yeah, that, well, that sucked some of that energy out. Especially like AJ had that over the top. Oh, swagger. Uh, yeah, man. he was just the guy, right? I mean, yeah. And, you know, he's not, I mean, uh, I saw someone on Twitter today, like, he's not coming back this year. Like, no. And was he, I don't know if he'll be done at OSU. I don't know. But, like, he, I think there's a thing that happened with AJ that if he comes back next year, there will be a level of domination that the college sports world has never seen. Because so you think you think it'll go that way? I I think he is he was hump, and I think that that man through all of this he understands the limitations. Like he he always seemed larger in life, that big, yeah. incredible everything. Oh, and flexing in front of the OU dugout for baseball. yeah, exactly. Are you kidding me? Yeah, I mean. <laughs> And he met death. And that is a really interesting thing to meet. I've, <laughs> come, I've come close to it a couple of times. And I think that too good. And I think he will come back if, if he does come back. Yeah. Um, I mean, there, there's a big question of if he'll come back because like WWE wants him. And, you know, he could go MMA and all that shit. But if he comes back, he will. I think he will come back. With this like reserved resolve and destroy people. That's interesting. I that's interesting. See, my concern would be that he might not come back with the edge that he had before. 
but See, you I, could be right. I, I, be I, right. Think, I think this will give him, I saw death in the face. I messed up. I fucked up and I'm not going to let it go to waste. Like, I really think that's what's well, that's, I can't remember if it was my father or somebody said that the two things that will change your perspective of life without your permission, birth and death. Right. And he said it was I think it was my my dad. He was probably repeating something he'd heard. Right. But that and it doesn't necessarily mean that, you know, you died or that there was a successful birth. But that moment of life. Right. The moment of life coming in or the moment of life going out, right. that it will change your perspective, whether you, you know, give it permission to or not, right, one way or the other. And so it'll be very, that's fast. I mean, it'd be very interesting. I think, number one, does he come back, right? Uh, right. Number one. And if he I doesn't, don't he what does back. he do? I don't, I honestly don't think he comes back. But yeah. if he does, I think he's going to be like, you know, he, he's always had that swag, right? And I think he's going to be like, if he does come back, he's going to be like, I'm going to win. Done. Over. Yeah. Not talk shit. Not do whatever. Right. You know, not be what he has been. I think he's right. going to come back and be like, I'm going. I really think that's what's <laughs> going to happen with him. Oh, my God. How, and then we've had all this talk about great uh, spring stuff. As we go into the spring, the women, the equestrian, aren't they were they were ranked like number one for a while or something, I thought. I have honestly, I haven't checked on them. I got too many sports to follow. <laughs> <laughs> so, so can so can we can we can we mention football or is that or can of we? Of course, or, definitely. We yeah. can. So here we go. We hired somehow or other. Gundy pulls this off. Takes advantage of whatever the the dysfunction at Auburn was to take away, hire away an SEC, good SEC defensive coordinator for mm. less money. Well, and a lot of people uh, that I follow and like see on Twitter, they say he's better than Knowles. Really? Hang yeah. on. I may go away for a second. We've got, uh, oh, smoke alarm is over. There you go. That this is this is your your side tangent here before we talk more about football. We have the the Nest smoke, you know, carbon right. monoxide smoke detectors. Well, I wasn't aware of the fact that the steam coming out of the shower would set one of those things off. And clearly, my son just took a shower, and of course, he runs it at like full hot water with the door closed, doesn't turn the effing fan on. And he opens the door and it's dee, dee, dee. this is going off. Now, thank God, I'm normally upstairs within like 20 feet of the thing. And so you just hit the button on the phone to silence it. But that's what was going on. And, and I don't know if the wife is upstairs. She may have taken the dogs outside. So that could have been a, well, a fun the, event. The interesting thing about uh, Mason is how Gundy interviewed have you seen those stories? No. Yet? Now, see, I haven't seen those stories. So he brought him in, basically said, run a practice. And he sat down and started scoping out plays and everything else with everyone on the defense, defense side of the ball. And um, he uses the same base, different base defense that Knowles, which is okay. good. And he also uses a lot of the base terminology, too. So the kids who are on defense right now don't have to learn this whole new thing. Right. But he basically brought him in 
and said, act like you're the defensive coordinator, right? And they went on for like hours of interviews and just like doing crazy things. And I don't know how Gundy pulled it off to get him to take that much less money. (laughs) I have no clue. Yeah. What was his, I, I I know it was less money. What was the deal? What, what did he, uh, uh, he was making 1.5 at Auburn. He makes 1.1 at Oklahoma state. So he took 400,000 less dollars. Oh my God. And How about we, that story? How we about offered no we right? offered Knowles 1.3 to stay. Right. But then Ohio State offered him almost two. You're right. Exactly. Right. But think about that. The state of Oklahoma State football, right? The first time in history that a coordinator gets paid over a million dollars, and it was a three hundred, two hundred, three hundred thousand dollar pay cut from where he was. Hey man. <laughs> who, the, who knows why? Uh my my dad had an interesting theory about it, and I'm not completely certain he's wrong. But my dad was like, I think he told Mason in three years it'll be the head coach, and I'm going to retire. Mm, I don't think Gundy do that. I I don't I don't think it I don't think either. But I don't think I don't think would, Gundy would do that. It I mean, let's shock it, me either. Would it shock the crap out of you? No, but I don't think Gundy would. I, I don't see Gundy. Gundy, to me, does not strike me as the kind of coach who's saying, in three years, I'm going to retire. I mean, Gundy, he's pretty young, for the most part. Gundy's in a, he's going he's gonna to work this out till his kid's out of school, right? Um, and he's got another one on the way, and who knows? So I, I just, I feel like Gundy for Oklahoma State, that if Gundy continues to field decent teams, Right. If if he doesn't have it, you don't want to have if he has another 2014 type of year, um, 2014, like 2018 ish, you know, where he's getting a lot of shit because he's you know, he's getting to ask a lot of really tough questions. He's starting to get cranky about it that you could see him maybe say, ah, you know what, I'm, I'm going out to the ranch and hang out with my turtle and my donkey. But uh, I, I, I don't see Gundy right now. He's in the type of mood. You know, where in his head, I think he's I think he's in a kind of a revolving kind of like his contract. Right. I think he's in kind of a revolving five year kind of window where he's like every year just adds another year on of him saying, OK, I could keep doing this. OK, I could keep doing this. OK, I could. He has no idea. There's no way, Gundy. I just don't think you can tell your dad I said so. OK, <laughs> I said he no way, you know. You know, what do you lay off the crack pipe in the backyard and the quit going to the back shed and uh, and sniffing something now? Come on. He's not doing it. Not doing it. Gundy would never say that. Interesting there, theory. There there is one there is one move. If it were to happen, I would think that Gundy was about to. And it's if Zach Robinson joined the staff. Ooh. I've been thinking about that a lot because there's been a lot of chatter on Twitter and other places. Because, you know, he's he's the quarterback whisperer for the L.A. Yep. Rams. Yep, he's, and if, he's and got a Zach, Super Bowl ring. If Zach were to come back, I think that would be like Gundy's like, okay, this is the next guy. Well, you think about it. Think about the number of guys that if if like the universe aligned, you could have, you could have Zach Robinson, J.W. Walsh. He's already on staff. He's already on staff, right? But now maybe he's into a more significant position possibly right 
How about uh, samples, right? You've got a number of guys now that are starting to be a part, not just of the Gundy tree, but uh, Gundy in Oklahoma State, right? In other words, Gundy, right. it's not just somebody Gundy happened to have and he brought in, okay? These are guys that played for him and then have gone on and they're, and they're having success coaching. You, oh, now, See, now, I'm getting, now I'm getting worked up. See, I, I have always thought, because, just because of how Gundy has worked out, that the next coach will be a, a former player. Has to. Oh, has, I think Oklahoma State, uh, I'm with you a, a thousand percent on that. I think Gundy has established the, uh, you know, this is the recipe. If you're not, it's not, it's no guarantee of success, right? Right. Because you could get somebody that you think's got it and then they don't. But if Oklahoma State's going to have success, I think you have to have long term, you have to have sustained success for a period of years like Gundy has done. And I think in order to do that, you have to have someone who's got loyalty, you know, who they look at Oklahoma State as, man, if I go there and I light it up, that's, I'd, I'd be happy with that. That could be a great career, right? I don't right. need, mm -hmm. I don't need to go be an NFL coach. I don't need to go coach at Bama or Ohio State or whatever, right? And because that's what you have in Gundy. That, that, I mean, so I, it's, ah, wow. And see, now you got me thinking about that crap. I have trouble calling. I mean, could you imagine like it. Zach coming back? I mean, I love watching him play, like, especially with what he's done in the yeah. NFL. Like, I would love to see him come back. He would be like, yeah. make, make him the OC, <laughs> you know, fire done. Uh, Dunn's got one year. It's this year. If he, if, if, uh, if we don't see, I'm tired of the excuses. I'm yeah, tired. I am well, too. Well, I am too. He did all the magic with the offensive line, you know, with all the stuff with the offensive line going on. It's, but the thing to is, me, it's, if they can recreate on average the bowl game, which granted, you know, Spencer Sanders is, you know, always great in the bowl game and everything else. But I would go one step further than that. Create on average the last what three games? Oh, Baylor was terrible. I mean, the Big 12 championship game was terrible. But why was that so bad? I'm trying to remember. I mean, Baylor well, Warren, was a really good. Warren defense. was out. Warren, Warren was, was out. hurt. Yeah. That was a big. That was a big part of it. Warren was out, and Baylor's a really good defense. Yes. Um, uh, but I mean, if you look at the last three games of the year, minus kind of how difficult that was with Baylor. I mean, but that I, Notre I Dame just, game was so perfect and so Oklahoma State. It was tempo. It was oh yeah, boom, 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 and just putting Spencer in that moment where he didn't have to make a decision. He just threw it or he ran well, or whatever. And, and he ran it. See, but that's the other thing. He ran it. And now that Illingworth is gone, I think that one of the issues you've had with Oklahoma state is the lack of confidence in the backup quarterback. Okay. The, the fact that, Hey, we've got a guy who runs. Well, let's not run him very much or if at all, because if he gets hurt, what do we do? Right. And Dunn said it. Dunn said it to uh, Hunziker. All right. This past year in an interview, he said, well, you know, it was towards the end of the season when they said, well, you're running the ball a lot more. And he's like, well, you know, before we we had to be careful because you didn't want to build too much of that into the offense because if he gets hurt, your backup's not a runner. Well, that's gone because everybody who's going to be there has the ability to run. So 
It's like, let's turn this bad boy. If Spencer's coming back, then turn it loose, man. Let it rip. And the tempo was there. The thing that we love as Oklahoma State people, the tempo was there again. It wasn't full, like, 2011 tempo, et cetera. Oh, it wasn't. But it, was, it wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't. Yeah, like but it was speed, still but... tempo. And I was just like, I remember watching the game. I was at my ex-girlfriend's house and everyone like I was in a house full of OU people and they're all looking at me and I'm like, yeah, this is what we do. This is what Oklahoma State does. We tempo. <laughs> well, if you think about it, too, it's not even a fact that you don't have to go light speed. Right. right? It, yeah. You just have to go fast enough that the defense has trouble adjusting. Yeah, right. Exactly. Oh, God. Well, I'm looking forward to spring ball. Hopefully we'll hear, you know, some good uh, some good nuggets out of spring ball and with some good spring sports going. This ought to be a uh, this ought to be a pretty interesting. It's going to be sad when basketball, you know, plays their last game. That kind of sucks. Yeah. We only uh, got well, like two weeks plus of basketball because of the. Yeah. And, no, and, that, and that... yeah. That still just pisses me off. Oh, man. I know. That's the stupidest thing in the world. Three hundred dollars. Three hundred bucks. That's what that cost six years ago. That cost these kids a chance to play for the NCAA like tournament. That's bullshit. Yeah, it's, that was that was garbage. Oh God. I mean, hopefully, I'd love to see them. I mean, they're what? They're five and seven, and they've got uh, what five sevens twelve. They got six games. Six games left. And um, I'd love to see, I'd love to see them get to 500. I think it's going to be hard because you've got, yeah, you know, I mean, Kansas tonight, you got Baylor and you got Texas Tech left on right. the schedule. So if this team stays together, I think there's a really good chance they come out like a banshee next year. Like they come out and just, just start destroying people. <laughs> Well, I think you. I think you've got a. a I mean, Likely's going to be. I don't know if Likely comes back, um, but, but almost everyone can come back, and if they I do, think, yeah. I mean, I, no, no. You got to have a shooter. Get somebody come back with a shooter, please. <laughs> somebody go find a shot in the off but, season. But but for me, like I understand what it means to like because I've been there in terms of sports where you feel disrespected and this team they don't they should be eligible to be in the big 12 tournament they should be eligible to be in the NCAAs and they're going to be fucking pissed and I think this team will roll people next I hope you are correct (laughs) (laughs) I'm not gonna hold my breath but I hope you're correct assuming most people stay yeah assuming most people stay yeah thank you to have to so is that it? What else? There's nothing else. We don't have anything. Yeah, else. I got nothing else. I mean, I could talk. I'm gonna say it all day, but <laughs> I don't even. Have, I don't even have like any bad movies to talk about. I just got done watching uh, the last episode of season two of Pennyworth, which I found entertaining on HBO Max. I they, just uh, finished Book of Boba Fett, which kind of sucked, but you know whatever. Well, so now I I heard that it started out kind of eh. And then a couple of my golf buddies were like, oh, no, but it ended a lot better. It ended better, but for two episodes, it was just Mando from Mandalorian and not Boba. Spoiler warning, etc. cetera. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's just, I don't know. It was okay. It was okay. 
Well, I got, you know how many, I, a couple of my, again, my golf guys said, oh, you got to watch Jack Reacher. You got to watch Reacher. So, I haven't all right, seen I'll, that at all. I'll give it a, I'll give it a go because I liked the movie, right? The two mm-hmm. movies with Tom Cruise. I really liked how he played the character, right? Now, keep in mind, okay, everybody on Twitter, oh, but the book, the book, the book. I never read the book, okay? Never read the book, the books, whatever they are. Never read them. So I start watching, and it's this big behemoth dude who's like not much of an actor <laughs> based on what I'm used to seeing. But then my golf guys are like, yeah, but that's the Jack Reacher. That's the Reacher character. Like he's a big guy. He's a big, you know, meaty dude. He's just overpowers people or whatever. I'm sitting there going, well, yeah, I can. There's a million things I could watch as somebody just beating the crap out of people. But I want to see that like that brooding sort of annoy. I'm annoyed with people attitude, you know, that Tom Cruise sort of built out in those movies so it's i'm, I'm gonna try to watch a couple more um i'll try to watch a couple more i'm, I'm kind of searching for you know something uh my next thing i'm looking forward believe it or not to the to the netflix movie that's going to be coming out called the adam project uh, have you watched the uh the expanse no huh oh that's good especially especially if you like hard sci-fi where like they yeah. really get into like the technicalities of everything it's so good what uh what's it on amazon i think i think it's on amazon i have to look at it but yeah it's we're watching we're watching billions you know billions came back on waiting looking forward to uh ted lasso coming back dude ted lasso is so fucking good i love that and then there's one other one that oh uh i got the wife to start watching accession i haven't heard of that uh, Oh, you've never heard of that? No, huh? Oh my lord! People, I've seen plenty of people yapping about it, but it's a, uh, it's an HBO Max. You should try that, man. It's screwed up. Holy <laughs> mackerel! It makes it makes billions look tame. It is so screwed up. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, that's that's. I'm I'm kind of searching around. I may give Boba Boba Fett a uh, a shot. I may I may give it a try because I'm a fan of the Star Wars stuff. I'm. Uh, I mean, I am too, and it's. But it's, I'm not an. I'm not. I'm not like okay. a crazy person about it, right? Like I'll, I'll, I'll tell you right now, it's okay. It's okay. It, it's well, not okay. great. It's not terrible. It's just. Okay. <laughs> I like how you. I like how you say it's not. <laughs> it's like you're it's not terrible. It's not it, terrible. <laughs> I wanted. I wanted to be really good. You know, it sounds but, like Oklahoma State football. I <laughs> wanted them to be so good. They weren't terrible. <laughs> hey, we've been really damn good for a while now. So especially, I mean, you, you were, you were, you, you've been around. I've been around. I mean, my first year rooting for Oklahoma State, we went two and 10 or two and 11 or something crazy like that. that I will say this, and I've been an Oklahoma State football person since 1971 i have virtually no memory of oklahoma state football in the 90s other than there was a uh oh we lost that might have been 2000 we lost the alamo bowl to drew Brees and purdue um and i think we didn't we i thought we played ohio state in something uh maybe I, i'm getting that confused or something but yeah but i my my memory of oklahoma state football in the 90s is like 
non-existent. But listen, I grew up with the days where, you know, okay, we're having a, we've got enough, we, we just went four and seven again, right? And if you, and if we had a winning season, six and five was huge. Six and five was gargantuan if you had that. That was, you know, on it. Hey, this is, here's a little nugget. Here's a little tidbit. So my first football memory, clear, I remember it like it was yesterday. Like I see it in my mind like it was yesterday, was the Super Bowl between the Colts and the Cowboys when Jim O'Brien kicked a game-winning field goal for Baltimore. And until the other day, I didn't know this, that that was actually the first Super Bowl that an Oklahoma State player participated in. And it was Walt Garrison. And I'm like, that was it. See, how appropriate that that's my first clear football memory was the first Super Bowl that an Oklahoma State Cowboy played in. So the funny thing about uh, me and Oklahoma State is uh, my dad, uh, he was an Aggie for a long time. He, um, he, that's where he got his master's degrees was from A&M. Wait, you mean like A&M Aggie? Yeah. And the first two college football games I ever went to were A&M versus Oklahoma State. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> And I was rooting against Oklahoma State. But now, even my dad's, even my dad roots against Oklahoma State or roots <laughs> against AM now. Like, uh, you know, he was a professor there for a long time. So, yeah, he, uh, it, it's just one of those funny things where we, like, I remember rooting against Oklahoma State, but now I'm like, yes, go pokes, go pokes, go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. I, I mean, I'll never, there was a guy who played hoops. Uh, Randy Wright was his name. He could miss layups. I'll li- I listen to that radio. It, it, the only way I could hear anything was, you know, the AM radio. And you'd try to, you know, you'd, you know, you know, you're trying to get it tuned in. Right. And no sooner you get it tuned in, it would fade out. Um on the on the day you know days that you were going to see him on TV, which was most of the time, uh, but hoops and football, oh god, just lived and died, lived and died with him. That was uh, golly, those were the days. Those were the days. Going to going to Stillwater, get there around eleven thirty, go park in the because my parents had you know alumni tickets or you know parking passes or whatever, and. We'd get there, walk over to Gallagher, go eat in the alumni lunchroom. We actually, that uh, there was a gal, uh, I don't know if this is, uh, I don't know if it's right. Her name might have been Miller, something Miller, maybe Stephanie Miller, who ended up being Miss Oklahoma. And she was actually like, would, would help kind of wait tables for drinks and stuff in the alumni lunchroom back in the, back in the 70s. And God, that was, and then ghosts, you know, one, was it one, one, one thirty? I think was the, if there was a home game on a Saturday, that was the kick time. Then just go and, oh, those, those were the days that get bumper stickers. I had a, I had it when Terry Miller in 76 was doing so well, I had a bumper sticker on the back of my truck that said uh, the girdle for Heisman <laughs> because this, that's because that was his deal. He had notoriously bad hamstring and he he discovered that if he put on a, a girdle, it, it it helped support him. And he like was able to withstand the the hamstring issues. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Uh, 
Well, that's all I got, Jacob. <laughs> yeah, we should probably wrap it up. Uh, Cowboys and Cowgirls, thank you for coming out. And as always, uh, we'll be back next time. Uh, hang on. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> uh, you're, the, you're the one running the show here. So. I have no idea. I'm Well, I don't do it very often. I'm too bad I'm not doing it on my computer here. Uh, here we go. I'm just there we all are. Now I don't feel like getting it up. Stop. Stop. Well, stop for heaven's <laughs> sakes. It won't stop. I can't get it to, uh, hang on, maybe if I do that, it won't stop. <laughs> uh, hey, either way, this is fucking fun, man. That was a good time. All right. It's always a pleasure, man. I'll tell you right now, you guys know, I'm, unless I got something going on, I'm happy to, happy to hop on and shoot the shit. So, yeah. And I needed this. I needed like a good, just like me and Ian are just like way too like focused. <laughs> yeah. I'm- <laughs> I'm, I have a hard time. Uh, I have a hard time focusing. Well, this time of year, you know, where yeah. you don't know, no football, basketball is kind of eh, wrestling. God dang it. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it, everything's just kind of meh right now. I got to get, get, I got to pay more attention to the spring sports. So uh, anyway, well, thank you, sir. We'll end this and I'll, uh, I'll drop box you the, uh, the recording so you can download it. Awesome. Thanks. All right, man. Take care. Later.